Welcome to the Talking Book Podcast. I'm Perry Patterson, and I write new adult romance. And I am M.K. Stabley, and I write cozy mysteries with a paranormal twist. And today, we are live at Johns Creek Books and Gifts on Medlock Bridge Road in Johns Creek, Georgia. And we are going to be interviewing Victoria Zach, who has written the Highland series. Highland Burn is her first book in that series. And she's also written a rock star romance. And the first book in that romance is Rock Me to the Top. And the second one is Rock the Line. She's got a third book coming out this spring in that rock star Grace Fall series that you won't want to miss. But right now, we are about to interview the bookstore owner of John's Creek Books and Gifts, and her name is Anne. Anne, tell us a little bit, just a little snippet about you. Just some fun facts, fun facts. Thanks for having me, Perry. And we're so glad that you're doing the podcast here from the bookstore. And yes, I... um, I have lived in the Johns Creek area for about 25 years and uh, raised my children here. And then about three and a half years ago, we opened the bookstore. Uh, I co-own it with my business partner, Tina Newman. And yeah, that's um, we had worked in a bookstore before and thought we had something we wanted to open in our own community in our own backyard and that's how we opened the bookstore okay so you've only been open about three years which means covid probably had a big something really you know, some damaging, maybe a little bit of, yes. how, how did that affect? So it's interesting because when you write a business plan, you never put pandemic planning in your business plan. And, um, there were a lot of people who, when COVID hit, had a hard time even picking up a book. They were stressed, life is changing, family demands. And, uh, so our biggest seller through COVID were jigsaw puzzles and yeah. uh, jigsaw puzzles kept us in business when people couldn't even come into the store we would text some pictures of puzzles we had in the store do the sale over the phone put bags out front okay. for curbside right. pickup and so yeah that sounds like a fantastic mm-hmm. social media platform yes. Yes. fantastic social media platform thank goodness for social media being able to sell yes to many, many people and get yes. the word out there that people wouldn't normally know. Um, but I, I do love coming in the store because I like touching the books and yes. I like looking yes. at the books and a lot of people like to smell the books. Yes. yes. I love the covers of the books and just love to see the books. Yes. I do read on Kindle a lot. And yes. the reason I read on Kindle so much is because I read it in the middle of the night, basically when I'm going yes. to sleep to put myself to sleep. <laughs> it's dark, no lights are on yes. and I read on Kindle. So but do I love a bookstore with books in right. it? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, I do. And, and we know there are plenty of people yes. out there who who like to read you, digitally. And, you, and yeah. there's a time and a place for that. There's mm-hmm. also a time and a place for a, 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 a real cover. physical yes. book. Mm-hmm. Um, but hence all the gifts because right. uh, readers also like to shop. And right. uh, so we like to yes. have gifts for readers, but also gifts for yes. non-readers. Yes, and we have people shopping right now yes. in the bookstore. <laughs> yes. And um, <laughs> so that's why um, there are um, 
some background noises, but we love customers too. And we love being yeah. in the bookstore and this is a great place to shop for gifts. So thank yeah. you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for opening your bookstore to the podcast. Wow. We have just a few questions for you. Okay. I have some questions and, and MK also has some questions. Okay. <laughs> so one of the questions you've already answered, and that was about when you decided to open and that was three years ago. And when you opened and your partner, yeah. Tina, um, opened with you because you had been working in a bookstore and thought it would be an idea. So we've already answered the first two questions that I had on my list, but I do have a question about what is your favorite thing about running a local bookstore and what is your least favorite thing about running a local bookstore? Oh gosh. Well, my favorite thing is the customers and we have just the most wonderful customers and people who uh, have become friends over time. And so that's absolutely my favorite thing. I also, Tina and I enjoy looking for interesting, unique product to carry carry in the store that you might not see someplace mm -hmm. else. So we try to support not only local authors, but local artists and artisans. So our jewelry is made by local artisans and mm -hmm. we love supporting um, the way the community has supported us. We like to turn around and uh, support the community back. We've also right. been very involved with uh, a philanthropy called Blessings in a Backpack. Um, right. We've been um, running food drives. So there's uh, and we kind of pivoted on that during the pandemic. We were collecting family meal bags that uh, customers and people would come in and drop off food for children to uh, who are at risk. So that's been my favorite thing. Uh, as far as least favorite thing, I would say it's been, it's hard to escape from it. You know, you're constantly thinking mm -hmm. yeah. about how you can make it better, what you can do. So it, it be, has become all encompassing. And there are times when I think it would be nice just to kind of turn, turn off the mind. Yes. <laughs> right. And right. since opening the bookstore, I would say I've probably read the least that I've read in my whole entire life, just because we are so busy with the store. So mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like my reading has taken a hit and I miss that and look to put that back in my life. Okay. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Definitely something to think about when you open your own business Yes, um, because it becomes all encompassing and you're, you're surrounded with it all day, every day. You can't yeah. get away from it, but you do have a great partner to work with. Yes. And I guess yes. that's probably another positive plus. Well, to, to a have. great partner and great employees too, because right. each mm -hmm. one of our employees is good at something different. So something that I'm not good at one of our other employees is fantastic at and, and that's makes we, it a nice balance then. it makes a great balance yeah. and it makes a great team and yeah. that's been that's been a key part of our success is having wonderful people who work for us great that's awesome if you could have anything added to your bookstore what would you add more customers oh yeah <laughs> Just like, okay. like authors mm -hmm. are looking for more mm -hmm. readers. More readers, yes. And yes. Um, sometimes it's just hard for how do you, how do you, how do more people find you? So just the way you're looking for more yes. readers, we are looking for more customers. Right. And more reviews. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're looking for more reviews. Yes. Yes. Like if you've read our book, uh, yes. leave, leave a, a review. review. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. 
Okay, so which author would you love to have come for a book signing? If you could have any author come for a book signing, who would you have? Oh, well, gosh, that's such a hard question because there's so many wonderful authors out there that we would love to have. I think the thing that was most heartbreaking of all is right as COVID hit, we were supposed to have Lisa C., who wrote, who wrote one of my favorite books of all time, Snowflower and the Secret Fan. And she was actually supposed to come to the store. And we that mm-hmm. she that was literally the week that COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sorry mm-hmm. that never happened. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, which book is a book that you've wanted to read for a long time, but just have never gotten around to it yet? Oh, there's so many, uh, you know. Uh, so what would be like a white elephant book for you? Like a white whale or something? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I always thought I was a very well-read person sure. until I opened this bookstore and saw there's so <laughs> many books. And we keep, and so little time. And that's yeah. what we say. There's so many books and so, so little time. time. So, um, but every year I kind of make it a goal to read a classic and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i would like to cross more classics off my mm-hmm. list do you have one in particular in mind mm, maybe more dickens okay um, okay so and uh yeah that's our book club next well i guess it's in may actually mm-hmm. our book club one of my book i'm in two book clubs i'm in a dar book club mm-hmm. that reads historical fiction or mm-hmm. history and then i'm in another book club that reads everything including mm-hmm. we have to read a classic yeah that's always on our list and that book is in may and it's one that i chose actually a classic oh. i chose a uh i chose um as I like, as I lay dying mm-hmm. by William Faulkner. Yeah, and um, I have never read it. I have never mm-hmm. read Faulkner. Yeah, but I chose that book, and um, I'm looking forward to reading it for oh. that book club. Yeah, and then I have one other question. And then we're going to go to MK's question. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the latest trendiest book that you just read and that you loved, mm-hmm. or it could be trendiest book that you maybe haven't read yet but you want to read um well as far as trends you know we're seeing a lot that is popular on book talk so yeah on tiktok book talk Mm -hmm. tiktok book talk so i would like i'm on tiktok so i would like to read um (laughs) colleen hoover is on my list to read uh, which Mm -hmm. my daughter has and then romance novels Mm -hmm. romance novels are very popular Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. but of course i always love my my personal genre is cozy mysteries (laughs) not always with the paranormal twist but i do like that so Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of books i'd like to read It's just finding the time to do so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, MK, do you want to ask? Um, you have a I few just questions? had a couple of questions um, about the authors that you've had come mm. in. Have you had any of like big traditional published authors for yeah. a book signing? Um, so I think one of our most popular authors that we've had and who has come back several times is Karen White. She lives over in the Milton area oh, and okay. she uh, is, she writes, um, she's got a mystery series that has uh, the house on Trad Street and there's some, um, uh, the Trad Street novels is her series, and I have loved those. They're set in oh, Charleston. Um, she and she is a big, big, big supporter of local bookstores. So we awesome. super appreciate 
Karen. Now, do you do that. a lot of more indie author book signings, or um, how does that usually go? Well, so that's a like that? that's a very good question because we um, because of COVID, right. a lot of that got shut down. So we were building that that kind of aspect of our business, and then it kind of went away, right. and it has really just started to return. Return. Yeah, I was going to say, has most of um, traditional uh, shopping for a bookstore has have you seen an increase in the recent? Yes, um, you know we uh, we we're very lucky because the community has been very supportive and wanting to shop local, and they've been very intentional with shopping local, and mm -hmm. we very much appreciated our our community for supporting Definitely. us. Um, I. I do think we, during the Delta and Omicron waves that people stepped back, but they're yes. now stepping back in okay. again. So that's yes. awesome. So one of the things, like you said, uh, you know, opening a mm -hmm. bookstore is, would be like mm -hmm. my dream. <laughs> okay, someday maybe. Yeah. Um, was it like a long process for you to be able to have this? Um, it yes, it, you know, it took a while. From you know, we started with dreaming about it and talk, and then talking about it, and then putting ideas in place and writing a business plan. And then once we started getting more serious about it, well, then where would you want to be located? And then once you think you know where you want to be located, how are you going to build out the space? And then once you build out the space, how are you going to fill the space? Right. And then once you fill the space and open the doors, then what? Then you what? Like, uh, then what? <laughs> yes. Yes, I totally get that. Okay. Yeah. That's just something I was kind of just wondering how the process works. It's to because oh, it's not you're not a you know it's not a Barnes and Noble. It's not you right know, something like that. Yeah, you know? you're not, it's not buying a franchise. Yeah, you're not buying a franchise. Right. So it's kind mm -hmm. of having an idea of being in a going into a lot of different bookstores and what did you like in you know one bookstore and what did you like in another bookstore and i still do that to this day when i travel i go to bookstores and gift stores and you know what do they carry what's kind of unique what's interesting and just trying to you know kind of develop your own vision yes, but exactly. um but if other people have wonderful ideas kind of but I, I love that. the idea, though, that you have not just books. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have a plethora of fun mm -hmm. gifts, not right. just puzzles and mm -hmm. not just books, right. but you've got jewelry, you've got ceramics, you've got paintings, you've yeah. got, I mean, mm -hmm. everything. Yes. I love this store. Mm -hmm. Well, I think a big part of that is, you know, let's face it, if we're competing with Amazon, we're, what's mm -hmm. going to make you stand out? For, what's going right? to make people wa yes. want to walk in the door versus just click a button exactly. and order something online? Right. But see, this is what I love. This is what I love is yeah. because you have everything yeah. here, you yes. know, and it's just, you can touch it, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I can just open the pages. Yeah. And, and I think like shopping can either be convenience or it can be a leisure activity. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think when it's a leisure activity, you want to find those unique things that yes. you wouldn't normally be looking for. Right. And when you come to John's Creek Books and Kim, that's exactly what you find is the unusual, yeah. unordinary, unordinary, um, unique gifts and in items that, you know, you're surprised to find and you're glad that you were, you were shopping that day. Right.
Well, thanks, Perry. That oh, that <laughs> that, <laughs> means, that means we're setting out to do what we're. You are. You are awesome. You are. This is this is well. I love this place. And next month we are going to have um we're going to be back live for the podcast here at John Street Books and Gifts, and we are going to have. A local author here. She is going to be here. So we won't be, we'll be live for a few minutes on Instagram, but it won't be a live person that we're going on Instagram with. We're she's physically she gonna be, be here. here with us. And she is local. Like I said, she has written a memoir about her life um and overcoming addiction. And her name is Dory O'Neill. And so we are going to have her next month live here um, at the bookstore, and we are going to nail down a date. So keep posted on our Instagram, always.letterin.style, always in style, and m.k.stableyauthor on Instagram. And also follow The Talking Book on Facebook. We would love to engage with you guys on Facebook, so follow The Talking Book on Facebook. You can also listen to the podcast by simply clicking that button that says podcast right at the top of the Facebook page, and you can listen straight from the Facebook page if you do not have Spotify. Victoria Zach is an international best-selling author of contemporary and historical romance. She weaves magic into her timeless tales, reminding readers anything is possible, especially with a dragon by your side. So far, she's written 14 novels, some are historic fiction, and based in Scotland. But they have a paranormal dragon twist. Her latest novels, Rock Me to the Top and Rock the Line, are her first in a rock star romance she calls the Gracefall series. Victoria grew up in Florida at a city called Dunedin, which is the sister city to Stirling, Scotland. Add the ocean to the mix, and it's easy to see why Victoria loves anything Scottish. As a child, Victoria read anything she could get her hands on, and that developed into a full-scale book addiction. Curious by nature, she doesn't shy away from anything. She enjoys historical research, and people watching is her favorite sport. Victoria, Victoria currently resides in Maryland with her real-life heroes, her husband, and two children. Victoria would love to hear from her readers. You can connect with her on Facebook, Victoria Zach Author, Twitter, Goodreads, Instagram, and her website is www.victoriazachromance.com. And Victoria's last name is spelled Z-A-K, Victoria Zach, yes. Z-A-K romance.com. Awesome. So Victoria, you, I, I have read Rock Me to the Top. Um, and I liked it. I have also read Scorched, and I am currently re reading Highland Burn, which is your very first book that you, I think, you ever wrote. And that's in a total, yes. that's in a really cool series. You've got a whole series based yes. in Scotland. And tell us a little bit about that novel. Did you decide to write books set in Scotland because you went to Scotland on vacation? Or how did you come up with the idea of setting your novel? in Scotland and it's it takes place kind of like in the 1500s like in the 16th century or something tell us about the background Bruce. yeah hold on mm -hmm. just one second my dog is scratching at the door <laughs> <laughs> that's funny sorry I'm now that's fine she's going to be a good girl <laughs> uh, no i never set out to become a writer um i started 
absolutely fell in love with the stories I was reading. And I got a hold of some J.R. Ward books. Um, I don't know if you've oh, heard yes. of J.R. Ward or read J.R. Ward. But, I love her books. Um, she is fantastic. Yes. And I started reading her books, and I'm like, I want to do this. So actually, I started out wanting to write paranormal romance. And then um, I started reading Scottish historicals just for a change and really fell in love with the genre. Um, I have, you know, my ancestries go back to uh, Scotland. So it was near and dear to my heart. So literally, I was vacuuming my house one day, and all of a sudden, I started hearing these characters in my head, and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I have to write historical? <laughs> okay. So that's how it kind of came about. Did some research and came up with an idea, and yeah, that's how it was kind of. So, so you didn't go to Scotland before you started writing up these Scottish characters? Okay. I actually I think was writing the fifth book and my husband um, surprised me with a trip to Scotland for our wedding anniversary. Okay. So, um, that was fantastic. Um, so everything that I was writing about that I was imagining that, you know, how Scotland would be, you know, I really got to experience it firsthand. So it was, it was great. That's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. That is really cool. So I also saw on your Instagram page that you have a really brand new dragon tattoo that has roses kind of designed on the dragon. Tell us about that tattoo, where it is, and how you decided to get a dragon tattoo. I mean, obviously, your books have a dragon paranormal, uh, you know, storyline, but with the tattoo, tell us a little bit about that. That's impressive, that tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> take go. Yeah, <laughs> that might be more. That might be more for TikTok. Taking yeah, off your pants right. to show us the tattoo. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a little bit about uh, some of my my history here. But uh, 2014, I started writing my first book. I was also diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, probably about six months after I had released my first book, which was Highland Burn. So uh, that was kind of a kind of a hard pill to swallow yeah. there and a hard journey, but I did it, and I felt like I was ready now to have a tattoo that kind of represents my journey going through so you've been in remission for breast cancer for how many years have you been in remission now well um or, going on seven years and basically okay. um after my mastectomy i had a double mastectomy they basically cleared me of okay. breast cancer so um so after and, after yeah, the double mastectomy did you have like um a year of chemo or treatment other than the mastectomy did you i had I had uh, chemo. So I had four weeks uh, every other week I would go in and it was kind of the hard stuff. So I lost my hair. Um, my husband mm -hmm. actually shaved my head for me because I, I couldn't mm -hmm. do it. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so he was kind of my, my rock through the whole thing. Um, so yeah, uh, after my chemo, I had some of the lighter chemo after that. Mm -hmm. I think it was like, uh, 
I don't know, 12 weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, my hair started growing back and everything. So right. it was manageable. Then I had the double mastectomy after the chemo okay. and um, had uh, reconstruction surgery and everything like that. So it's, it was definitely a process and a journey that, um, you know, has its highs and lows. You know, you try to, mm-hmm. to look at the positive side of things. You know, mm-hmm. what, what can I look at, you know, to be positive? Right. Mm-hmm. The positive thing was is I'm alive. Right. You know? so, exactly. Um, and I at the time, kind of felt I had that dragon in me. Oh. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So there's my dragon tattoo, and it was. Okay. Um, so you kicked amazing. cancer in the butt and got a dragon tattoo to say, "See you later, cancer. Bye bye." And I've I've overcome this. How old? Okay. How old were your children um, when you were diagnosed with breast cancer? So that must have been really, that was probably really hard on them, probably. They didn't understand as much about what was going on um, if they were young. You know, look, yeah, yeah. So my son was in the third grade. Uh-huh. She was in kindergarten. Um, it really started to bother her once I lost my hair because I didn't look like mommy, you know? Yeah. I like somebody different. different. Some, you know, yeah. ball headed, you know, <laughs> running around the house. Yeah. Them, <laughs> eat your vegetables. Mm-hmm. But, um, she, uh, I, I, you know, I had wigs. I had fun with it. I mean, one of my best friends, we went out and bought some wigs. And, you know, I came home and I told my husband, I said, well, one night you're going to have a brinette. You're going to have a blonde. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Right. Go. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I was impressed with the tattoo and I wanted to know the story behind it. So thank, thank you for sharing your story. And, um, Absolutely. And, and your bravery going through that, um, mm-hmm. that whole cancer process and everything and coming out on the other end. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so your first series of romance novels, like we said, were are set in Scotland and you've traveled to Scotland. You got um, an anniversary trip out of it and you love that country. Um, so how did you go from writing about Scottish Highlanders and dragons to a rock star romance series? Okay. I like it. So nice. It's been kind of like that rocker. Yeah. 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 Always. You know, so, and, you know, I like reading about the rock stars and their, you know, like their biographies and stuff like that. This is book one. So for anybody, for anybody out there, um, this is book one, Rock Me to the Top by Victoria Zach. But two in this Grace Fall series is Rock the Line. Mm-hmm. So that this is the cover of yes. book one. And there's the cover there's the of other book one. two, Rock the Line. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Super. Yeah, and the third one I just finished uh, this week. So I'll be sending it off to Sue probably over the weekend. So I've got book three done. So, nice. so there's gonna, another one coming. Are you going to tell us about book three a little bit? Are you going to tell us a teaser? A little bit. A little teaser. A little teaser. A little teaser. Okay. Just a little bit. Like maybe, do you know the title? I mean, you know the title. You just finished it. So you know the title. Okay. The title is Rocked and Bothered. Rocked and Bothered? Okay. Rocked and Bothered. 
for sending um all the giveaways yes we appreciate oh my that. gosh those are amazing all the books and goodies yes thank um, you so tell us how do you promote your books in order to gain um, more readers and what advice would you give to other indie authors to gain more readership i think i'm still searching for that answer myself <laughs> mm -hmm. um it's tough out there to, to get your books in front of people um, yeah. that, that mm. want to read your book, you know, because there's so many out there. Right. There's so many great books out there, you know. So uh, my advice is just to keep writing, right? You know, if that first book that you've written or the second book, third book, whatever, um, you're not gaining readership, just keep writing. And I think eventually, I mean, I'm still crossing my fingers, the readership will be there, you know. Um, but yeah, I think we're all kind of searching for that. So answer. is, so is writing your full-time job now? Has it made it to that level where you're writing full-time? My daughter, okay. she's in the seventh grade, so I homeschool her in the mornings, and then I'm picking up my son, who's in high school, you know, in between. So pretty much I'm writing whenever I can, um, but I always try to designate at least, you know, a couple hours a day to where I sit down and write. You know, it might not be exactly what, you know, I'm writing that day, but I just, you know, have to have that time to, to mm -hmm. get back into the book and, 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 to, and to write. So um, it's pretty much part-time, but, um, you know. Eventually, maybe full-time, maybe one day. Well, I think once the kids, yeah, well, you know, once the kids yeah. are, you know. Older, own, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. And I have, I have two in college now. I have a 19-year-old sophomore at UGA. And I have um, a son who's a senior in college, and he's going to be 22 on the 28th. So, um, and I have a senior yeah. at Ohio State. Oh, so I know can, she can't see you. You can't see me, but she, I'm here. She's here. <laughs> I just want yeah. you to know she's here. She's <laughs> I'm here. live on mine, but you're not showing up on. Okay, and I have a question <laughs> about you were in in Detail Magazine. Um, and you got by uh, Highland Burn got five stars. Highland Burn has a lot of five star reviews. It's a really good book. I'm reading that one now currently. Um, how does one get featured in in detail magazine? Can you tell us a little bit about that? About being in in detail and okay. Sure. okay. Yeah. So basically, you submit your book for um, a book review. So you'll sit in one of their um, reviewers on their team will review it and then. Um, Read it, you know, five stars crowned heart is like the top of the line. So then once a year they have like a conference and they will have an awards there. Um, is that the Ronies? So yeah, there's kind of a process. There's a voting process that goes through with all that. What's that? Was that the Rony Awards? 
The Roni. The Roni. Yes. Okay. Yes. The Roan Awards. Yes. Roan. Oh, it's Roan. Oh. We're, we're saying it wrong. It's Roan Awards. The Roan Award. Roan Awards. Okay. Okay. No. Not sure. Cool. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. What a spectacular event. Congratulations for sure on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, MK, I think MK has a few questions for you. So I'm going to move over (laughs) just a little bit so you can actually see her. All right, so I'll move over. Okay, so I have a question. Like my, um, my husband has never read any of my books. So one of the questions I had was, does your husband read your books? <laughs> um, no and yes. <laughs> okay. Always bouncing ideas. You know what? My husband will help me with some of the technical issues when it comes to um, format. And when he's doing that, he will read a snippet and his little eyeballs kind of bulge out a little bit. But you know what? But the thing about it is, I think you've read one of my books, right? I mean, it's not that spicy. I mean, what did you think, in your opinion, on the spice? Right. You know, it's not, you know, you, some of the books out there, they, sometimes the romance is just, it's not romance to me, you know? Right. So, um, doing it classy and something that's, you know, um, yeah. relatable or something, you know, I yeah. think is, right. is good. Sure. But, um, yeah. Okay. So the other question I have is a lot of, um, authors have characters that are based on, people they know, their personalities, their characteristics and stuff like that. Do any of your characters, are they based on anyone in particular that is a friend or family member or anything like that? No, I keep all of my family um, completely even, separate. You know, like her <laughs> authors say those villains are like, you know, the bullies, you know, right? the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of you keep everything separate. I try to keep them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I try to keep it separate because I, you know, I do also feel one of these days my daughter's probably going to pick up a book of mine and right. I'll have a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, she, she's right. going to have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and especially, you know, for anybody that writes, you know, books for the younger crowd, you want them to have, you know, a good message. and You want them to have, a, you know, something positive that, you know, they can take away, especially, the, you know, a young, for a younger reader, a younger mm-hmm. female. You definitely want that positive um, type of message right. to be portrayed in the book, you know, a little bit more. So, right. Well, that's why I always want to make sure my heroines are strong characters. They're mm-hmm. strong females, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, I think that's a, a positive message. You mm-hmm. know, um, they're the ones that basically help the hero. Without them, the hero would be nothing. So, um, to me, having that strong female character um, is, you know, it's, it's. I think it's it's good to have, you know. That's awesome. Okay. Well, we thank you so much for being with us. And again, Victoria Zach, Victoria Zach Romance. um, Thank you so much for, and this is your rock me to the top, rock the line. And then rock is the new, the latest one. Rock. Yeah. Rock the line. And the latest one comes out. What date does your third book in the series come out? probably going to be sometime in uh, March because, um, well, yeah, probably in March. Um, okay. I'm still in the middle of um, trying to schedule out my editor and everything. So I kind of like to have that done before I promise I'm going to have a book out. Okay. But it's going to be exciting. So it'll be a spring, a, yeah. a spring book. Awesome. Very well, congratulations cool. on okay. your success with the Highland series. Congratulations on your success with Rock Me to the Top, Gracefall series. And your new book that comes out um, in the spring, and your cancer beating yes. cancer is your That's number awesome. one. Congratulations on that! Congratulations, mm-hmm. your tattoo that you yeah. got for that is incredible looking. And she does have pictures on Instagram. And of yes, that, the picture of, of her tattoo. amazing dragon tattoo it. is on her Instagram. Yes. <laughs> we Awesome. Well, thank you, Victoria, for joining us live today on the Talking Book Podcast. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Much success on your podcast. And um, thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining us. And thank you, everybody, for listening. (laughs) Thank you. We are going to move into our next segment of the podcast in just a few minutes. Our, yes, we are um, going to talk just briefly about some of the books that we are reading currently. And I have just read Colleen Hoover's it, Reminders of Him. And I absolutely loved Colleen Hoover's Reminders of Him. I loved it. I have it. Some people are like, some people didn't like it. Some really? people were like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can get through this book. I don't know if I can get through this book. But I absolutely loved it. So don't be afraid of reading Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. It is fantastic. The next book I'd like to read by her is Verity because a lot of people have a lot of different um, conversations about whether they loved it or hated it. And the three or the four books I've read by Colleen Hoover so far, Reminders of Him, her latest. I have also read 
Heart Bones, which I loved. I've also read um, Layla, which I loved. And I've also read It Ends With Us, which I thought was pretty good. Um, so I I loved Reminders of Him. I think that's probably my favorite. I think Layla may be next, Heart Bones, and then Reminders, uh, uh, It Ends With Us. So I'm going to read Verity by Colleen Hoover next, but I'm also reading a book um, for book club. And do you remember the name of that book, um, Lies in the small town diane chamberlain wrote it diane chamberlain wrote it here and yeah diane chamberlain wrote it and big big thank you thank you big lies in a small town by diane chamberlain so that's my next book club book and that is going to be on friday march 4th um at polo country club if you are interested and in the area and want to come to that it's at 11 o'clock um and I just finished reading a book for my DAR book club, which we read historical. And that was a book about Abigail Adams. And that book was written by a professor at the University of Richmond. And I believe his name is Woody. His first name is Woody. And I cannot think of his his last name right now. But he wrote Abigail Adams. It is nonfiction and it is 500 pages. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I know a lot of people don't like to read nonfiction, especially if it's 500 pages and the chapters are over an hour long to read. But I will say that, you know, there are a lot of things that I get out of reading nonfiction. Oh, yeah. Um, especially historical nonfiction. So mm-hmm. Abigail Adams and that author was Woody. And I cannot think of his last name, but he is a professor at the University of Richmond um, in Virginia. And um, Big Lies in a Small Town is up next, Diane Chamberlain. And I am currently reading, like I said on the earlier po- uh, earlier part of the podcast, um, I'm reading Highland Burn by Victoria Zach. MK, what you been reading? I have been reading a few different things. Um, I love Janet Ivanovich. I just read her um, Game On. And if you've read any of her other Stephanie Plum books um, that have her not-so-human character, Diesel, in them, he is in this one and you'll love it. Um, she's just full of calamity anyway, Stephanie Plum. Um, but her books are just fun to read. Um, also eight perfect hours by Lia Lewis was really good. Um, it's more of a winter romance, um, where two people are stuck on a snowy road, um, in the middle of nowhere. Um, they have to interact with each other. And after those eight perfect hours, you think you're never going to see that person again. But you know what? There's that red string. Have you ever heard of that? The red string that kind of connects people and it's kind of fate. This is what happens with those two. And wow. Okay. The ending. I, yes. I mean, it's just a really. Eight perfect hours. Eight perfect hours by Lia Lewis. A Lia Lewis. Sounds yes. good. Um, also, I was reading Witch Please. <laughs> I've heard of that one. <laughs> yes, by Anna Guire. It's a fun book. Um, these two cousins kind of, they swear off finding love because mm-hmm. their their grandmother is a big, you know, opinionated, they have to marry a witch, you know, like they are. Um, so fun. they just want to set out and have fun. But then, eh, lo and behold, somebody comes along and kind of puts a wrench in that idea. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So no, it was a fun book to read. It was a fun book to read. But this one, this Lyle Lewis one, the Eight Perfect Hours. Eight Perfect just, Hours. I'm gonna put that on my you list do. for you my to. next read. Eight Perfect Hours. Yes. It's a well, cute book. Yeah. And of course, we always like to recommend the books that we're reading. We also like to give you a little idea of what we liked about them, what we didn't like about them. 
And we also are want you to, you know, tell us what you're reading. We want to engage with you. Um, obviously, every month we give you some ideas of what we're reading. So if you read them before the next podcast episode next month, then shoot us an email. Yes, and let us e- know. Yeah, author m.k.stably at gmail.com. Author m.k.stably. I don't even at think it, my email doesn't have the dots in it. Oh, author <laughs> mk.stably. No dots. Yeah, no dots. Just author <laughs> mk.stably at gmail.com. And you can also interact with us again on the Talking Book Facebook page, too. Yeah. So until next time, happy readings. Thank you. Thank you.